All right, welcome to the Twins Insider Podcast. I am Michael Rand. We've got Phil Miller here as well. Phil has been at Target Field uh, last couple nights, right? Uh, as yep. Took care of St. Louis, um, their, their new divisional brethren, I guess. They're, you know, in this strange, uh, strange season. They'll, they'll see uh, National League teams a little bit more, at least percentage-wise, on the schedule. But uh, Twins... Four and one on the season. Um, Bill, big series starting tonight uh, at Target Field against Cleveland. Uh, it's been a shame that uh, you know, there's a million things that are a shame about what's happening right now and that are far more serious, but these would have been some pretty nice nights to be in the stands to watch baseball games as these late July uh, evenings often are. But um, we got a lot to talk about. We got to talk about this big series. We got to talk about uh, far more pressing matters like the, uh, like the big heads that are behind home plate and other places at Target Field of Twins uh, legends, maybe in quotation marks, and uh, in the baby blue uniform. So there's, so there's a lot to get to. But Phil, maybe we can start serious. Um, this is a 4-1 and one team, and they look pretty good. And this feels like a pretty good, uh, pretty fun four-game series coming up against Cleveland. I was in, I was uh, interested to hear the St. Louis writers. There were three of them, which is a pretty big uh, press corps, uh, talking about wow, this uh, this uh, Twins lineup is uh, is relentless. And then uh, and then the pitching just absolutely shut them down for uh, two days. Cardinals did not uh, move a runner past first base at all last night, uh, which is about uh, as dominating as you can get. Um, and uh, I have to say, I I thought. Rich Hill was an odd signing over the winter, um, considering he just had elbow surgery. And I was skeptical that he would actually uh, be able to pitch before September. And I was uh, wondering how effective he could possibly be, having not pitched, uh, not even pitched to a catcher until uh, the last month. And uh, boy, he. He looked tremendous last night. He dominated the Cardinals, a uh, a team with, that he's pretty familiar with, somewhat familiar with, at least a uh, national team. And I don't know, uh, right now, after a week, the Twins fans have to be uh, awfully heartened by if this season is really going to happen and it's going to continue, uh, everything that else is that's going on does not seem to – uh, have infected, uh, well, that's uh, probably the inappropriate verb to use, but has not penetrated uh, Twins world. They are focused on going out and winning games, and uh, and the first two games at Target Field have to be uh, encouraging as heck. They've, they've used five starting pitchers. Only Jose Barreos has given up more than two runs. Mm-hmm. The bullpen uh, with a one-game blip, uh, especially by Zach Littell, has been really way better than advertised and uh, or maybe as good as advertised. Maybe I undersold them as well. And uh, the hitting, even the defense has been uh, mostly uh, really strong. I, it's been a, a really um, a couple of days to be really optimistic at target field. And now here come the Indians and uh, they'll play. Uh, by the time the Indians leave on Sunday, they'll have played, uh, what is it, six and two-thirds percent of their entire season uh, just in that series. Uh, yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's pretty big. 
Yeah, I mean, they're already through five games, five out of 60, so they're through one-twelfth of their season already. It's like it starts, and then it's, you think about, well, it's going to end in a couple months. Um, the way the playoffs are formatted this year, probably it's always going to probably take a little bit of the edge off of, of the make-or-break nature of a, of a series like this. Even in a short season, you certainly don't want to lose four games, but – you know, it's hard to think of even, you know, a few losses in a row being a devastating blow when the top two teams in each division are going to make the playoffs. And it sure looks like these are probably going to be, you know, these, these are likely the two best teams in the, in the division already. That said, it's, it's, a, it's a good early test, um, better, you know, better competition than probably they've, than what they've seen, although they haven't, they haven't seen slouches, they haven't seen like Detroit and Kansas City or teams like that yet. but. Um, how how much do you think they, the Twins are making of this series, uh, especially given the way you know July and August and September went last year when it became kind of a renewed rivalry with Cleveland? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I don't think uh, they're they're uh, looking ahead very much. I don't think yeah. it really occurred to them until today. I mean, they were playing a division champion. Uh, yeah. In uh, in the Cardinals the last couple of days, uh, but uh, yeah, they'll get their attention pretty quick. Uh, Cleveland uh, Cleveland has used six different starting pitchers. None of them have given up more than two runs. They're off to a tremendous start as well, and theirs is largely built on uh, pitching. They are, I don't think they're scoring even three runs a game, uh, and yet are four and two. Um, took two or three from the White Sox, the same as the Twins. They took two or three from the Royals, uh, so they are off to a, a good start as well. I think this is their first uh, road trip, uh, first road game uh, tonight. But, um, you know, the, the rivalry was uh, renewed a bit last year. I, um, I don't know uh, if everybody, is, uh, you know, it's not, not Astros-Dodgers, uh, as we've seen <laughs> the last few days. But yeah. uh, uh, I think they, they realize the stakes of these games that you – you remind me, though, and it's a good point about the new playoff system. They only have to finish in the top two, and there's not even really much of an advantage to uh, to winning the division, uh, playing the three-game first-round series at home, uh, I suppose, is the, is the big advantage, but uh, I don't know how big home field advantage is. And, uh, you know, you have to win two out of the three no matter what you do during the regular season. So, um, so yeah, the, the ultimate prize isn't as valuable as normal, but I know uh, um, they are still going to want to uh, make a point um, with, uh, in this series, and uh, I suspect it'll be uh, a pretty entertaining one. You alluded to a couple of things I wanted to talk about before we get to more fun stuff like big heads and – baby blue jerseys and even walk-up music um dodgers astros they had a dust up joe kelly gets an eight-game suspension um loved everything about what he did hated the suspension um and you know maybe more affecting you know the twins right now what what is your sense of their kind of headspace with everything that's going on in, with the marlins right now and just kind of the chatter around baseball of Wow! It, all it took was just a few games into the season for there to be a serious, uh, you know, coronavirus outbreak, and one that you know has impacted several teams in terms of scheduling, at the very least. 
It may very well be that the Marlins uh, and if the rumors of them uh, of this uh, resulting from some uh, ill-advised behavior on their part uh, in Atlanta last week uh, are, uh, especially if they're true, uh, it may very well be that it serves as a kind of a handy um, uh, example for the rest of the league. I, the Twins' response has almost uniformly been well, we're taking the protocol seriously here, and uh, mm -hmm. I think it's been a wake-up call for everybody at how serious we have to take it. Um, you know, I don't know. I can't say from observation that that is particularly true on the field itself. Uh, guys are indeed, as we suspected, finding it difficult to not spit, to not uh, high-five, to... Uh, not uh, shake hands uh, even uh, it was funny last night to watch uh, uh, Taylor Rogers uh, uh, throw a pitch strike three and turn his back to the catcher because he's uh, waiting for the ball to go around the horn right. as it always does and he kind of right. turned back like oh, oh right 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 we're not doing that right now yeah right um, it, it uh, that said uh, that the twins uh Everybody uh, talked about what a point of pride it was on the road trip to be careful, to uh, take it serious, not to take any chances. Um, they've played well. They see that uh, they see that this team maybe uh, can do some of the things that it has uh, promised itself, and uh, I I suspect that uh, they may redouble their. Uh, uh, wariness on the road. Uh, it's probably a good thing for them and for a lot of teams around baseball. Uh, I know there's some worry that as teams fall out of the race, as the game become less important, that uh, that not everybody will take it as seriously. But uh, for now, uh, um, the reaction with the Twins hasn't been, oh, is the game going to go on? It's uh, mm -hmm we're doing well and we've got to keep doing well. And, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's probably the, uh, you know, you can't say that it's good that, uh, that the Marlins are going through this, but there is a benefit maybe being derived around the rest of the league. Yeah, that's a good point. Cause I, I think I read what Jeff Passon had some, you know, MLB is going to even, you know, redouble some of its protocol efforts. Um, you know, having some of someone who's kind of in charge of babysitting these guys on the road, um, you know, kind of double down on the efforts to keep them in their rooms, um, not venturing out on the road, things of, of that nature. But it is, you know, his, his piece, um, he's done some good work on, on this whole subject nationally, mm -hmm. uh, ESPN, but he, he had an interesting line in it uh, in his most recent piece, basically, you know, the, the, it kind of struck me, I mean, nowhere, and I read it verbatim because I've got it up, nowhere does the 113-page protocol that governs the 2020 season explicitly address how the league would handle a coronavirus outbreak, let alone one of the magnitude of the Marlins. Um, yep. you know, it's a, the lack of the presence, you know, it's been a glaring omission, according to a lot of people in baseball, but probably also an intentional one, you know, the fact yeah, I, that they, they I don't, don't want to get too, they don't want to be too detailed about what they do because they don't want to be necessarily held to a certain finite number that says you have to yeah. shut down if and when. Yeah, it gives them flexibility to, uh, to adjust on the fly, which uh, as if, if it was indeed intentional, uh, and it, it, you can certainly uh, draw that inference, it uh, is paying off now because uh, uh, you're right. Uh, 
the uh, fact that it's uh, the Marlins and that they can, they were not expected to do much, a uh, very young team. Um, very, they sort of allow uh, baseball to kind of just give them uh, the cold shoulder and say, uh, you know, we're, we're going to go on without you and uh, <laughs> yeah. see how it goes. I, I, you know, I'm so struck by how, uh, you know, I still go back to that night, March 11th, when Rudy Gobert tested positive and the yeah. chill that went through, you know, sent to the entire the entire country, not just the sports mm-hmm. world, and uh, how different the response uh, is now uh, when uh, uh, baseball is is just willing to uh, soldier on through it, uh, for good or bad. But uh, yeah, they uh, if you if they had put down a if they put it down on paper, six six players testing positive is uh, is a red light. Yeah. Um, you know, then then they would. Uh, you know, they'd, there first of all would have been arguments over six. How can you say six? And, right. and, uh, and we would be paying the price now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. One thing I go back to with, you know, when things shut down in March is the circumstances were different in that fans were in the stands at that point. And we were dealing with, you know, a question of how fast will this spread? If there's, if there's fans, you know, 18,000 fans, more than that at, a, at baseball games who are going to be at the games themselves. But it is very interesting that, you know, one positive test could shut down a league, you know, four or five months ago. And now what they're up to 18 with the Marlins, not just players, yeah. players and coaches. And that's not enough to shut down a league. It's enough to shut down a team, but uh, you know, and, and speaking of making it up on the fly, uh, Hey, Yankees and Orioles, you, you're not doing anything once you play each other um, for these two games because uh, your, your, your schedule uh, got disrupted in this way. It does seem like baseball has accepted that this is a uh, this is an outlier of a season. That uh, that honestly, it whatever the traditions are, whatever uh, the, the structure is, you know that's fine. We'll go back to that next year or uh, or whenever. But uh, but right now, let's let's just do what we can, get through it, and uh, um, you know, and adapt. And uh, if if part of adapting is uh, throwing a team overboard, uh, you know, <laughs> but there are, uh, there are others going on. Uh, you know, I, it, it has been pointed out that if it was, uh, if the, if the disease was more physically threatening to, uh, to young in their prime right. of their uh, lives, uh, athletes, uh, the, uh, you know, maybe uh, things would be, well, certainly things would be much, much different. Uh, but, um, yeah, for now, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it would not surprise me if the playoff format changes in the playoffs if, uh, if they need to. Uh, so uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, it's, it's only a nine-week season. It'll be over in a hurry. But, uh, but um, I suspect that this is not the only outbreak we'll have over the next eight weeks. Very true. Uh, a couple quick things. Big heads that sit behind home plate. Kind of fun to look at, um, especially on TV. Um, but it's a limited number, and it maybe is kind of a subjective uh, list of uh, Twins legends. Is that what we're calling them? That's what the Twins are calling them. That's what the Twins are calling um, them, the legendary uh, Bartolo Colon. Who Excellent. qualifies as a legend? Who doesn't? What's the, what's the biggest uh, head scratcher for you, and what's the most glaring omission? for you on the big head list. It looks like it's about, what, 100 players or so? 
It's 80. Uh, I think it's 80, okay, 80. 80 players and, uh, and four broadcasters. Um, I don't know. I, I was struck by that there are some, well, that there are almost, uh, except for the retired number guys, they're, they're fairly recent uh, twins. They don't generally go way back except for uh, the, the Hall of Famers and a few cherry-picked notables. Uh, and they, uh, you know, so they're trying to be familiar to fans. They're trying to be familiar faces. But um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I tweeted that, uh, you know, if Poof Bonzer and uh, Scott Baker are legends, so okay, if that's what the standard is, fine. But uh, I was thinking – you know, Nick Blackburn pitched a pretty big game in Twins history. Uh, um, Phil Hughes had uh, had a phenomenal year when he first got here. Uh, I mean, you can, if this is the standard, there are there are a lot of guys. Uh, so my uh, my favorite part of that whole thing was that uh, Trevor Plouffe uh, feigned uh, offense that he was not uh, among the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I assume he was feigning. I don't know. Uh, but uh, he good-naturedly uh, tweeted back uh, that this is an outrage, and uh, I, <laughs> I thought that was interesting. You, you know, you can make a good case for Brian Dozier is one of three twins ever to hit 40 home runs in a season. Uh, maybe you don't want to put active players, although it looks like Brian's not active now. So, I don't know. It is a, it's a fun, rather silly debate. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's what the twins were looking for, just, you know, fans to notice and engage, and uh, maybe they're getting a little of that. Lando Hudson, he was here for like a year, right? Yeah, one. Uh, yeah, one. Uh, they uh, they we helped them win a division title, but they didn't uh, go any farther than that. Uh, that was an odd choice. Yeah. But you're right. People it, were looking for silly diversions. Another silly diversion was you know the. Uh, seems like it's a mostly positive. Um, people like the baby blues. What do you, where, where do you come on the baby blue uniforms uh, decision? Do you, you, are you do you like the look? Do you 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 pro baby blues? Oh, I was not a big fan of them, uh, but uh, I have to say they looked better last night. They're uh, a richer, uh, deeper uh, blue than I expected. So, uh, um, yeah, they, I, I thought they were, uh, they were fine. I'm, I'm not uh, passionate about it like a lot of uh, Twins fans, so <laughs> it was interesting to see uh, um, how much it meant to it. I, I like that Eddie Rosario said uh, – he was trying to hit a homer so he could uh, show him off a little bit uh, last night, and he did it. So, uh, so good for him. I'm, uh, I, uh, I've always liked the pinstripes uh, that they wear occasionally, but have, have most recently gotten rid of. Uh, and honestly, I would have stuck to the the '60s era throwbacks uh, with those the cream color pinstripes. But these are uh, these are nice, and I, it. it it occurred to me last night that a huge portion of their fan base has never seen them wear these uniforms. So that's, right. uh, uh, you know, it, that uh, made me realize uh, it, it's something, uh, something for the fans, like uh, everything else about the season, um, you know, try something a little different. Good stuff, Phil. Appreciate it. Uh, are you out there tonight or is it Lavelle? It is Lavelle uh, to uh, cover the first game of the, of the big uh, showdown series. Okay, sounds good. We'll be back at you soon. Follow Phil um, on StarTribune.com. Follow him on Twitter. He probably won't follow you back, but that's okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> do, this again. we'll do this again soon. Thanks, Mike. It's fun so far. All right, take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>